Hey, 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 hey. This is a mental check-in, okay? Gotta check in mentally, you know, see how we're doing, see how y'all doing and everything like that. Because we know in the year of our Lord, 2020, um, Corona, it has been a very, very, very trying time with all the shit that's been happening and all the shit that's been going down, all the people we've gained, all the people we've lost. It can take a toll on a lot of people and a lot of the atrocities that has been committed. So we just want to do a mental check-in, see how everybody's doing, tell a little bit from our own perspectives. And yeah. So if anything, um, we're going to talk about our own shit. And if you have anything you want to get off your chest, let us know anything of that nature. Please send us a voicemail. Um, on what is it again? On Anchor. Yeah, on, send us a voicemail on Anchor. Because trust me, I know it's sometimes it's just like too it's much. hard. Yeah, it is too much. And it's just hard to get out to somebody who won't just fucking criticize you and say, like, oh, this shit ain't that bad. Or like, like stop being overdramatic and shit like that. Because I've had that shit in my life and I, and I hate that shit whenever that happens. So, yeah, please just know that that is a, just know that that is a source for you to get out any frustrations or anything you have and whatnot. With that being said, this is another episode of the Anything Peter Podcast. Emphasis on the mental health. And today, as we said, we're doing a mental health check-in to see both how how we, we're doing, uh, mentally and just just making sure we're all right you know yeah um do you want to start two wise yeah because um honestly i think i think at the moment i'm doing okay mentally because i haven't i'm not really thinking about all the shit that i'm that i've witnessed or seen throughout this year because if we was to rewind like two three months ago into the summer i was I felt horrible honestly because I saw all the shit happening protests and shit was going on even when I was in New York and I couldn't get out to do anything about it I couldn't say or I, I like also it was a time too like I, I was I was with my mom and I doubt she wanted me to she barely wanted me to leave the house let alone attend the protest I felt horrible because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't say anything. I, and even if I did say anything, I don't. I didn't feel like I would make a significant splash enough to actually influence anybody or actually change some people's perspective to be able to understand. You know, um, mentally, I just felt like I just felt shit because I felt insignificant. I felt as though like I couldn't say anything enough to actually cause any type of actual change. You know? Yeah. And also mentally, it fucked me up thinking like, damn, I could just exist and still be killed for existing. It, it really, it really fucked with me a lot. Cause on top of not, on top of being isolated, not being able to see my loved ones, not being able to go where I wanted to, not being able to just experience life and being restricted to just my room and different parts of my house. It sucked, and plus with the plus with the atrocities stacked on top of it, it made me feel horrid. And as time progressed, I had to 
I had to do as many people stated, um, just take just take a break from everything that I'm seeing. Otherwise, I would constantly be in this constant influx and I'm not even trying to use the word right, but constant state of fuck, what am I doing? Am I doing anything? Fuck, what am I doing? Am I doing anything? Fuck, what am I doing? Am I doing anything? And the most I did was just make a song and that was it. But outside of that, I didn't really do shit. And I felt horrible because of it. Yeah. Well, for me, I feel like I'm presently, I feel like I'm just all over the place. I'm trying, I'm trying to get my words out. I want to explain what my perspective is, right? Just just so people can understand like how I think about stuff yeah. and how I process stuff. So, um, I think about stuff in like the grand scheme of things, you know, like existentially. Like if if I'm looking at the world, I'm looking at it not from like a uh, a ground perspective, but from like from space, you know. Like yeah. I'm seeing everything all at once. And, 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 yeah. and for me, when I began this, uh, when I think about back to like this past summer, um, I think about like the good, it was a good like two weeks, right? During the protest, like everybody was protesting from like every state and all over the place. I'm saying that like it was everywhere you couldn't avoid it. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do? How, how can I do something without like... I can't really leave, you know? So yeah. I was like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use my uh, Instagram to spread spread awareness and like news about like ways to stay safe during the protest, you know? Like mm-hmm. um, make sure that you don't wear contacts because if you get pepper sprayed in the face, it's gonna be hard to remove. Hard, if not impossible, to remove. So if you if you wear usually wear contacts, wear glasses instead, and it's even better because it protect your eyes, mm-hmm. you know, etc. etc. I kept doing that every like I did that every single day for about like two, maybe three weeks, mm-hmm. and it was exhausting. Yeah, and I know some people are gonna say like, oh, what? How can you say that? Like it's just fucking posting on on social media. I'm like. This thing, it's not only, it's not just posting on social media. Yeah. It's also like having that information and disseminating it and filtering it and making sure that it's accurate information. Yeah. Right. So like one of the, one of the things I'm learning in, in my uh, mass communications classes is about how to disseminate information and make sure it's right. The sources are correct and everything's right. And to be honest, social and when it comes to like journalism and stuff, you know, to be honest, it's not one. Did, wait, pause. I just want to say something. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting how, even though I didn't come into this like mass communication degree, I didn't come into it wanting to learn about journalism. Yeah. But I'm learning a lot of shit about journalism. Yeah. Like I, and, and a lot of stuff. I feel like a lot of these skills I'm picking up right now are gonna help me when I make videos and shit about like certain topics. Yeah. I'm grateful. I'm actually grateful for those those classes. But that's that's besides the point. But yeah, um and and um the person that I was and the person that I was talking to well that yeah the person I was talking to 
she told me she's like, listen, you gotta take a break for a while, get off of social media, and just step away for a while because it's gonna be taxing on you, nonetheless. So I did, and honestly, after that, I started I started working, and as y'all know, I, I work at a, I worked at a summer camp, and those weeks where I was just like playing games and like being with the kids and just like enjoying being at camp like those were not only was I getting paid but I felt like that was a good distraction for me mm-hmm. just for me to not really like think about that stuff you know I know what's happening and like like I remember one time um me me and my family went downtown and it was just after the protest so we saw like a bunch of like broken glass everywhere mm-hmm. and fucking like like people riding and shit obviously as, as well as like protesting but um and they're not the same but uh the things can be true at the same time yeah but just the aftermath of it and I, and I also saw like uh people uh spray painting both like helpful things and just I really wish I I, I really wish I took pictures and shit but it was both beautiful and like not Scary isn't the word. That's that's a, that's not a word to describe. It was most, it was both awakening and beautiful at the same time. And now, present day, I kind of feel like 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 I said, I think of things from like an ex, a existential point of view. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the it's the uncertainty for me, and I understand that like the future is the future, and you don't know what's gonna happen. But it's just. Even though it's not really comparable, I'm thinking of back to when like uh, the millennials, right? They just got out of college, yeah. and the 2008 recession happened, and jobs were scarce and people were fucking struggling. After this pandemic, I don't if whenever this shit is over, yeah. we're gonna have to address that. Outside of the fact that people died, outside of the fact that hundreds of thousands of people have died in America. Whether that be from police brutality or this pandemic, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to address this shit. I, I'm just, how do I say this? I am apprehensive. I am. Am I afraid? No. I'm anxious. Yes. All of these, all of these thoughts about, oh, what's gonna happen? when we get out of school, when we actually graduate, you know, what's going to happen if this pandemic is still happening? What's what's going to happen even after this pandemic is over and things slowly start to go back to normal, normalcy, not normal, because there is no normal. It's just normalcy is relative to whatever else came before. What we used to. Yeah. I feel like this pandemic has changed me fundamentally as a per- as a person hopefully not for good but I I came from being like a happy optimistic hopeful person yeah. to being a cynical jaded person in the span of like a few months I I feel like when it comes to I'm not even gonna say that man remember that conversation that we had about like uh what what we should do after uh, the, what should be done after the pandemic is over? Mm-hmm. 
Honestly, when I said that I wanted a, I think we should just have a reset. We should just have a fucking cultural, all across the board, just a fucking reset. And when I say that, I mean, don't like erase all this fucking history. I just mean in terms of how we do shit. Yeah. Cause obviously this shit didn't fucking work. Yeah. And it hasn't been working. It's like driving a fucking a fucking car with like three working wheels and the last one is kind of flat but not really like you put a bandit over it's, it. It's it's like it's like it's like a shopping cart wheels that I one wheel was just fucking scratching yeah. along. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's how I feel. Like I honestly I'm speaking about this because it's directly related to to me and my interests. I think we should get rid of fucking student loan debt. Yeah. Just fucking cancel that shit. Like dead ass. We had a point. We had a point where not only like like I need to come prepare next time when I talk about shit like this. Mm-hmm. Because I I it's, it's because bad. you have points, but you just don't know how to articulate it in the appropriate formula. It's, it's not that. It's just that when I say something like, oh, I read somewhere, or oh, um, oh, yeah, state your sources. I can't state my sources because I'm, yeah, I need to come more. I do agree. I need to come more prepared when I talk about shit like this. But basically, the gist of what I'm trying to say is uh, that shit is like, let's actually look it up in real time. Cause we just gonna edit this shit later. Let's see. Yeah. What's the total total student loan debt in the U.S.? One point five trillion dollars. One. Ooh. One point five trillion dollars. Yeah. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder why they don't wanna. You know. Get rid of it. Listen, man. We. I'm, I'm I'm being very what's the word ironic when I say this America it's about one of the things we hold we hold so dear you mean sarcastic what I yes sarcastic one of the things we hold so dear is freedom having 1.5 trillion dollars in debt of student loan debt people who are just trying to get an education I just want to learn some shit we just want to learn so we I, I really could go on a brand about fucking student loan debt. How fucking shit that is. Yeah. The fact that, and, and with the fact that everybody else, fucking our generation, our last generation, you wanna know something? Right. Our fucking millennials and Gen Z, Gen Z, yeah, yeah. We fucking, we fucking grew up with with our parents telling us, oh, go to college, uh, get a degree. It'll it'll help you get more money. That's that's the one thing that they told us. It's the one, well, at least for me, that was the one main thing that they told my, my parents told me. That was um, the one thing society always said, yeah. Yes, and, and society and the school system reinforced that shit. Yeah, so we So we go to college, right? It's, it's all good. We learn the shit. But here's the thing. Here's something that nobody talks about, that nobody, that people forget to mention. If everybody is getting the same degree of bachelor's, how valuable is that going to be on a job application? If everybody's getting the same shit, how special is it to quote syndrome? Syndrome, I, I right to here. Quote, to quote syndrome, once everybody's super, no, no one will be. Super. No one will be. So why the fuck 
doesn't make any damn sense. It doesn't make any damn sense for a whole generation, a whole two generations to go to college, to get a degree, only to apply for a job and not get it because you don't have enough qualifications. And I get that you need experience and that's what college is for, but still, you don't have enough experience. You're looking for five years of experience. The misconception when it comes to that, that people are like, oh yeah, you need a degree. Some fields, yeah, but a lot more fields you need internships. You know what else? And that's not talked about as much. So, people are, so, to, to make to make themselves even better, they go and get another degree on top of another. So you got a fucking master's in whatever. It's, it's only going to move you up like five dollars. $5. So instead of like fifteen dollars, you're making twenty dollars an hour. That's another thing. The fucking living wage, man. The living. How much? Do you know how much the fucking uh, fucking uh, what's it called? Minimum wages in the U.S. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. In North Carolina, I don't know how much it is. Seven fifty. No, North Carolina is about is about the same. Okay, but yeah, seven fifty. I hate when people bring up the arguments that oh, minimum. Well, actually, minimum minimum wage is isn't a living wage to be honest. It is. But not. the way but the way people say people try to argue argue about shit when when they bring up like points and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're saying, oh, um working at McDonald's and shit and like fast food places are for like teenagers and shit. You know? They're saying like, oh, uh being a fucking bad man, that's just for fucking teenagers. It's not for fucking adults. Like, here's the thing. No, you can't. You can't say that shit. No, you can't. Why would you be opposed to a living wage? Why, why would you be opposed to having the minimum wage be enough for people to live on? Why? Why? Why is there opposition to this? Why is there opposition to this? I don't understand. Like. One thing, one thing that, one thing you also have to understand with that too is that we can't just up and raise the minimum wage because everything else is gonna have to go up, right? Yes, because regardless of the minimum wage is never meant to be the living wage. I, that's the sad truth. About well, it. You want to know something? What? I really hate how we came from, like, just America came from a generation where like, oh, gas was fifty cents to this shit, where like everything, where, where I can, how much are fucking apartments? Oh my god! A fucking two-bedroom apartment. It depends on where you live. Let's look this shit up, right? Two-bedroom apartment in New York could go for could go for a good, a smooth twelve hundred. A two apartment down here, well, in let's, this let's, area specifically. Let's look this shit up. Two-bedroom apartments. And, and ooh, yeah, no, that's gonna cost you a pretty penny. It is. Let's see. One and two-bedroom four plan. So a two-bedroom. Damn, all these. Okay, let's this shit. Yeah, already, already a good thousand. First thing we see, a good thousand. And that's and that's just here. But I'm saying two two bedroom apartments are different in different places. But at the same time, the minimum wage is also different in different places too. Minimum wage in New York is probably like, like what, like nine, ten? This honestly, 
mean, <laughs> see, you see why I'm so anxious and so fucking like. I understand. The pro- I, I've been saying for the past three years I'm not ready to graduate. The prospects after getting out of college. That's what I'm saying. We need to fucking re- we need to reset this shit, bro. Like t- this shit is not working. I don't I don't want to be pessimistic and cynical about the the way uh, we're fucking living, man. I don't, I don't. I honestly, I truly do not. Yeah. It's just, when you look, this is why I don't look this shit up. So I don't have to think about it. But that's also just pleading ignorance whenever it comes and hits you in the face. Some point. I, mean, I understand that. I, I, I understand that. I know that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't... I, I feel like if I do think about it, it's all I'm be thinking about, you know? Like, shit, man. I understand Once that. Once I graduate, like... It's, I, I, I did ask you, like, six months. Six months out because it's six months after you graduate. It's when you're most fucking start, right? I honestly feel like those things going to bust down my fucking door and beat my ass if I don't have I'm going to be real with you. I honestly, I honestly worry about that the same way you do. I worry about the exact same thing. Like, oh shit, okay, so what am I going to have as income? And how am I going to have the income to be able to pay off my student loans in addition to whatever other expenses I have? And I think that's, that's part of the reason why you see so many people now going back to live with their parents. Yeah. And their parents are actually like understanding like, okay, we get it. Yeah, stay with us for a little bit till you be able to get on your own feet to be able to pay your own bills and the student loan shit. Because it's because it is a lot. Um, I have a question. Yes. If if you had the, ch- the choice to redo your decision about going to college, would you still go to college? I don't know. I would have took. I would have probably took a le- I would have probably took a, um, a break year from high school, like my mother suggested. Like my mother told, my mother suggested like, like you know you can take a year off of school, right? You don't have to go directly into college. I wish my parents told me that, but they didn't. It was like, hey, you like I I told them how I wanted to go to community college first and like transfer over. Yeah, and yeah, said, and that would have been a great fucking move. Exactly, and they said like, oh, don't the the incentive was like being part of AMI, and I was like, yeah. I'll do it. But like now, like I spent like the first two years of college being like, damn, like maybe this was a bad decision. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. Now, I feel like I've gained a lot. Don't get me wrong. I've I've gained a lot of knowledge and perspective on like journalism and like communication and shit. And and experience. I I still need to get like experience with like operating cameras and shit. Yeah, we can work on that. TV station and like doing shit at a radio station, cause those those things have honestly piqued my interest. But speaking of which, is that internship uh, Pandora and TV? Seemed like it talked to me. Really? Yeah. Okay. We should, we'll, we'll talk. But that's not the point. The mm-hmm. point is, honestly, I am. I really do need to go to the student house too. I probably am gonna go to the student house first thing tomorrow. Okay. It takes Sunday. Yeah, tomorrow. Well, yeah, because I just want to... I need to talk about this to a professional. No, respect. But, yeah, you want to know something? What? When I was, like, in 
high high school, like see sophomore year mm-hmm. or like middle school. I don't remember. At some point, I was like, I want to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of the first things that I was like, yeah, I want to be YouTuber. I was watching fucking uh, a lot of different creators, black creators. I'm like, I can do that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And now with with me in college and me uh, uh, fucking doing this podcast and trying to make a brand out of anything period yeah and just like expanding our shit i think it's coming around full circle just the idea of a progression of me wanting to i want to be a youtuber and then kind of my parents kind of being like no you got to go to college focus on your school work and and then saying okay i want to be a filmmaker after watching um fucking spike lee's do the right thing etc mm-hmm. and just the big boom of like black filmmakers and celebrities yeah. just coming out speaking of which uh, rest in peace to uh, Chadwick Boseman yeah it was, it was all of our black heroes both, both in real life and uh, on screen you wanna know something yeah get out of my head I was thinking the exact same shit you wanna know something what's up so he got, he got diagnosed with colon cancer like 20 2016 yeah all the movies that he made. Yeah. This man. This man is a real hero. Yeah. Like the fact that he he filmed fucking when did Black Panther come out? Black Panther came out like 2018. He he filmed Civil War, Black, Black Panther, Panther, 21, 21 Bridges. Bridges, 42. Yeah, 42. Wait, when did 42 come out? 42 came out before 2016. Okay. I feel like. Well, the James uh, Brown story. Get the, down. The Five Bloods. Oh, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. All those movies while dealing with colon cancer. Not to mention, he visited kids uh, who were also dealing with cancer. Just just an all-around great dude, man. Rest easy, man. It was... Okay, so this is what he was in. He was in, damn. Okay, Message from the King, Gods of Egypt, Avengers Endgame, Marshall, Avengers Infinity War, The Five Bloods. Um, and he said Civil War, right? No, no, he, Civil War. Yeah, he was in Civil yeah, War too. Twenty One Bridges and Black Panther. Man. Or uh, learn how to cook, or like read books, 
and like catch up on stuff they missed, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that this pandemic is a time for personal growth. I think that it's a time to reflect on yourself and better yourself, you know? Yeah. And that's something that I'm, I'm struggling with now, trying to like better figure myself out and how to better myself and how to make myself how to not make myself a better person but just be a better version of me I guess like that's a hard thing to do honestly but it's it's gross you know yeah absolutely when when I emerge from my room when whoever says we can stop wearing masks and the pandemic is over and this vaccine is available and all the other shit I think I want to emerge from my living quarters being a better person than I came in you know yeah talking about doing this or doing that if it wasn't in your heart to actually do it then more than likely you got shoved off to the side and forgot yeah if it wasn't in your heart to read that book or you genuinely wanted to learn that skill it was gonna be it was gonna be um null and void and another weird another weird aspect that i that i discovered during the summer too is that like, with all the shit going on, I almost felt guilty for not being aware and up-to-date on everything that was happening, every new event, every new, like, occasion, situation, fucking a tragedy that fucking happened. Yeah. It was a weird, it was a weird, it was a weird, um, dichotomy to where, like, I want to be aware, I need to be aware, I feel bad if I'm not aware that I won't be able to talk about the situation in case it comes up. But at the same time, this shit hurts. This shit hurts. I have to witness this. I have to see this. I have to be privy to this because, not because I know them personally, not because I've been in their shoes, but because I share their color of skin. What type of shit is that? Why do I have to always be cognizant and aware of fuck shit? and tragedies and killing because they because they share the same skin as I everybody should but the thing about it and the thing about it is that like why do I always have to feel why do I have to feel the pain of that and to answer that question is simply because I could be next yeah I and that is the most sobering horrifying and oddly enough uniting feelings ever the fact that I could be next the fact that at any moment somebody could decide you know what I don't like your life fuck you and they could go and they can go and do whatever fucking shit they wanted to it's frustrating and shit you know this world hurts anyone you want to know have you heard the news about that dude you like Cross state lines with guns to like shoot up protesters. Yeah. Yeah. That's a 17 year old kid. You know who else is 17? Who? 
Fucking what's Trayvon? Trayvon Martin? Yeah, Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. The difference is, is one's alive and one is dead. One is getting excuses, and the other is not getting a fucking, not getting a fucking second thought. From one demographic specific. I'm not surprised. I'm not. I'm not surprised. That's the thing. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Did you know that? Fucking. At least, at least from my understanding, that essentially he didn't show up to his court hearing, and that the judge gave him another month to be able to pay for a private attorney. You know how. The level of leeway that is being given to one person as opposed to another is fucking ridiculous. It is fucking appalling and it is double standards to a T. You know, the way. Okay. You know, you know what I'm thinking about right now? What? The, so, you know, the onion, right? Mm hmm. They did this fake, like, broadcast story where I think, like, the. The, oh, this the the defendant, the person who was on trial. Yeah. They said I would like to be uh, tried as a white woman. Yes. It's hilarious. I remember I seen that. I wish that was real. Yeah. I wish I wish we could do that, but we can't. The thing, the thing about it is, the way racial relations and things of that nature are handled in this country is the epitome of double standards. Yeah. People only use double standards in terms of when it comes to men and women. Double standards are extremely present and shown when it comes to racial injustice or racial inequities when it comes to racial inconsistencies. And I get the argument a lot of people make that it's not about race, it's about money. That is very true. A lot of things do result in money, but when at any moment we could have another Trayvon, we could have another Fernando Castillo, we could have another fucking Breonna Taylor, we can have another Sandra George Bland. Floyd, we can have another Sandra Bland, we can have another goddamn Tamir Rice. Tamir, oh my gosh, Tamir Rice. Amongst countless others. Amongst countless that others. That go that still go unnamed. Yes. That's the worst part. We don't even know. And yeah. How many like that's just the ones they report. That is the one that's that those are the ones that we don't become know. big. Just like fucking another another Ahmad Arbery. Just like just like fucking just like fucking lynchings. We don't even know how many more lynch <sighs> We don't know the total amount of lynchings that actually happened. In the U.S. Yeah. and to be and to be honest, you know, people say, "Oh, the last lynching was in 1960. I don't think that's true. Because for some reason, because for some reason, both men, both men and women, have started coming up missing, and it being labeled a suicide. You want to know something? So. That is a fucking valid. Do you, Anybody do you, who says do that you know, the last do you, do you know what's the fucking trap? I'll, I'll, I will lay it out for you. Do you know what's the fucking trap? This black woman went, I think the black lady, a black woman, same, same difference. She went to go sleep over at her oh, white friend's yeah. house. 
She ended up dead the next day. None of those girls knew why. She was found hung in the garage the next day. This is why, this is why now I understand why my parents said, no, you can't go and sleep over so-and-so's house. Now I know why. I mean, I mean, Kevin, I mean, let, let me not forget about the boy that was hung from a tree in front of a public building and they tried to label that bitch a suicide. You might know something else that I just remembered that I feel like they still haven't solved. What? Remember that boy who uh, got beaten up, skinned, and had his shit fucking rolled up in a gym mat? Yes. I don't think that case is, has been solved. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta fact check that shit. They're, they're like... No, it was... I think they found out who did it. I think they found out who did it, but did it wasn't... Did not, they go to jail? Not that I, not that I recall. <sighs> How can you hear these stories and just be like... And just either, either be like, oh, okay. Or just like... Just write it off. Like, did... Do you want... These sound like fucking... These sound like horror stories. These sound like shit from a fucking horror movie. Like a slasher film. Like dead ass. Yeah. Nope. The cognitive dissonance is at an all-time high. In case you don't know what cognitive dissonance means, to break it down in layman's terms, it's essentially to know some shit is happening, but... Then void it out of your mind and try to justify it. Matter of fact, just so I'm not far off, let me look up the actual definition of fucking cognitive dissonance. Man, some people just build different. Some people honestly just build different. Yes, okay. The fact that they can just... The state... Cognitive dissonance, the definition, the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. Honestly. In other words, if it, if it makes them feel bad, they don't want to think about it. So now they void it out of their mind, and now it doesn't exist to is, them anymore. Is this is this a transition into white fragility? Because it sounds like it is. Fucking white fragility, man. Like, bitch, built different. Built from fucking porcelain. Let me see white fragility. Oh, I'm so fucking mad. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely pissed as shit. Fucking white, white fragility is the most frustrating shit. Honestly. Like. Why is it so hard for white people to talk about racism? No, it's not even that. Like, yo, remember that fucking uh, MTV documentary that came out? No, I'm saying that. No, I'm saying that was the rest of the title. White what? fragility of the Why book. Why so hard for white people to talk about race? Yo, have talk you about racism? Have, have you have you seen this uh, documentary called? It's, it's, it was by MCV. It's called White People. No, I haven't. It's basically a whole conversation about them talking about race, and honestly, it was kind of ass. It's MTV. You don't expect an actual commentary yeah. on on cable news of with the fucking value. Con- don't don't expect that shit. How? Don't expect that shit. They're gonna be PG and water it down so that way it passes all of the that way it passes all of the censorships, but it doesn't actually cause any real change. 
Like, I am. Because it makes people uncomfortable. Do you? We can't do shit. We can't. We can't do shit. We can't do shit. And for everybody that talks about, oh, you shouldn't have resisted. Oh, you shouldn't have done this. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. That's cognitive dissonance. Okay? Because at the same time, you see, at the same time, we have witnessed videos to where people have not only fought the police, stolen police cars, actually came up to police cars with AR rifles, actually gotten in the car, took off, and they're still alive today. Let me tell you something. And none of them are black. Let me tell you something, man. I, I think I have a theory. I, fucking I, cognitive dissonance. I, it makes you feel uncomfortable to think about the fact that they may have been killed or shot due to the fact that they're black or the fact that they're a minority as opposed to whether or not the fucking law system is supposed to do their job correctly and unbiasedly. But that's not the fucking case. And it makes you uncomfortable to think about it is the reason why fucking cognitive dissonance is such a mainstay in the white community. Because Actually, it's the mainstay. It's a mainstay in communities all around. But when it comes to fucking racism, police brutality, that shit is at an all-time fucking high. It's it's cyclical like shit. Think about it, man. People, How fucking dare you? People, people like the the baby boomer generation, like my parents' generation. They they were brought up with Andy Griffith, right? The Andy Griffith. Yes. Black and white. Where the main character and his dad was a cop. And every and everybody thought it was like that, but it wasn't. And then today we got like Brooklyn Nine Nine as like a comedy uh, slash fucking police procedural, you know? Yeah. I I really hate it. I hope it, it genuinely feels like this gonna sound ridiculous, but I'm being completely serious. You know how you were talking about all that stuff about how white people can just like fucking steal a car, steal a police car, go on like a fucking chase and not get killed? Yes. Feels like something out of GTA. Yes. Honestly. That's exactly like, what it is. Why? And mind you, why? Mind you, I've seen a video where three of those things I listed were in the same video. I hate, compounded. I I hate how accurate that shit is. The fact that we can compare it to GTA and it's accurate as fuck. The fact that I've actually seen him fight the officer, go into his car, steal it, come back around, get back out of the car with reinforcements come up, and he's still alive today. He's still alive today, not a bullet wound in him. Nothing. The most maybe he was tased. I... Not a bullet wound, not a shot was fired. You know, it'll be interesting to see as far as like media goes. I would love, so there's multiple books where black people get superpowers, right? Yeah. I think one of them is called Black. I think, I think it's called Black. But basically, I want to see a TV show where it deals with like, actually, no, never mind. Cause we don't, as, as much, as much as we would like that fantasy about us, where we can actually fight back against the police and won't die. That's the concept of Luke Cage. No. A man that's indestructible. I mean... I'm trying to finish. Okay. Anyway, as much as I would like to have more, more media about black people 
raging against the system and not dying from police brutality. We don't need to see any more of that shit because we already live in that shit every day. Yeah. We need we need shit that I don't say makes we get makes us feel good. But like is an escape from the real world, you know? As much as anything else. I just can't, I just, I just can't, I just can't stand how, how one-sided a lot of people's conversations are when it comes to these issues and things like this. I just, I just can't stand how people negate factors that are common on both sides but end in two totally different results. I don't get how people negate that. I think it's because of how because their interaction with the police and just I mean the surrounding media, but mostly just the interaction with the police and where they grow where they grew up being told, you know? Yeah. Like they're told like, oh, the police are there to help you, the police are there to protect you. But it's a completely different thing. How Okay, look. Okay, so I, I watched this video on YouTube. This this dude, he's really he's really dope. Um, he essentially said, well, hopefully I'm not misquoting him, but how the police are towards us is how like ATF agents are to like to like white Southern people. ATF? Yeah, the ATF agents. Essentially, they can just come in, do whatever the fuck they want, and then get no reprimand for it. The dude, the YouTuber I'm talking about is like Bo from the fifth column. Why does that remind me of an episode of fucking Killer Mike show? I'm not sure. Because I know, because I remember there was like one episode where they were talking, they went down to like, wait, no, no, that's not it. Um, it was fucking, uh, what's that, what's, what's the name, fucking Chelsea Handler? I think that's what it is. Mm, okay. Yeah, her. She made a fucking uh, a fucking documentary. Yeah. Shit, what's it called? Yeah, hello, privilege is me, Chelsea, right? Yeah. I watched that shit. It made me mad. Why? Because. Because. Damn, everybody, like, uh, everybody else hated that shit too. Apparently. Be, because at, at one point it started out with her going to like a black, not Black Lives Matter, but she went to a place. Where they were talk, where black people were talking about their experiences and shit, yeah. and then later on it kind of just devolved into her story about how when she was like a teenager or something that she got pregnant by a black dude, and some shit along the way he went to jail or some shit. I don't. What? Fuck, it was a long time ago. I don't fucking remember. But it's what? Yeah, she got pregnant at like fucking seven, sixteen, seventeen by a black dude. And her father told her to abort the baby, so she did. Also, while she was running with that black dude, they got in, like, fucking hella trouble a lot. And she, once on, uh, was about to get arrested, and she got let go. I mean, I'm, I know I'm bouncing around a lot, but, yeah, I want to, I want to, if, if we do have another uh, chance to talk about this, I do want to talk about it, so I can do some bad shit. Yeah. 
But yeah, she had uh, a lot of a lot of good people on, like Tim Wise and uh, Tiffany Haddish and Kamala. And, How? So, and some of you may be wondering. What does this have to do with mental health, right? Yeah, we just... I, I know we kind of just went on a whole bunch of change, but we just... No, 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 no. I want you to understand. None of this is a tangent. You know why? Why? Because every bit of this affects how the fuck we live on a day-to-day goddamn basis. Oh, yeah. This affects our mental health because we have to live with this shit, experience it, and see it. Even if we don't go through it ourselves, we're still we still have to live with the idea that, oh shit, this could happen to me. This could happen to my brother. This could happen to my mother. This could happen to my cousin. This could happen to my best friend. The fact that we have to live with that uncertainty. And of course, not everybody is gonna go and feel this extreme about it. Not everybody is gonna be like, oh no, the cops are cool. I've never been any, I've never had any trouble with them. Fine, that's your experience. But I don't, but what I don't want you to do is demonize and try to detract from other people's experiences. Don't fucking do that. Don't you dare fucking do that. I get you may not have dealt with the cops yourself. And I understand that your impression may be great. You may have had wonderful interactions with the police. But what you have to understand is not everybody is fortunate as you. And the sad reality of it is, is that a lot of people are treated and handled so haphazardly that it's asinine that they're even on the fucking police force. That they're still there. I, it makes no sense to me. I, at some point, uh, however long I'm gonna be here, because I don't fucking know. It's, it's the, uh, what you said before about insecurity is the, forgot the word. Anyway, at, at some point, I want to go back and revisit uh, MTV's white people as well as uh, fucking most other shit. Hello. It's me, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, hello, hello privilege. privilege. It's, it's me, Chelsea. Yeah, I want to go back and like look at that shit again and really analyze that shit. Yeah. And talk about like the importance of voice when it comes to making documentaries and shit like that. But um, it's the uncertainty for me. It's it's the fact that I could die at any moment. Fact that I'm like literally, I don't have a driver's license right now. I'm fucking scared of shit to get my driver's license. Not because I'll fucking like be a bad driver, because one day, not even not even a police officer that might be having a bad day, just a regular ass police officer. Yeah. Because he messed the like like dead ass. I genuinely feel like subconsciously I I've made my decisions so that I I can be like the least threatening black person yeah. as possible. For those of you who don't know, I am light skinned with green eyes. Yeah. I am not, I don't want to say I'm not strong because I'm, I'm, I do not work out and like build my body. I do not fucking, there's a lot of shit that I don't do. Yeah, he's, he's, I, not, I, he's not loud. He's, he's rather quiet to himself. Yeah, I'm a very passive person. Yeah. He's a lot. He he allows a lot of shit just to roll off his back. Yeah, I, 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 I genuinely. Why did I stutter? Why did I stutter? At some point, 
I genuinely feel like all those. I remember the first time that my dad went when he told me like, "Hey, oh, the, the first time I my, my dad told me something that like really changed my perspective on everything." He we were at the gas station. He said, uh, "Always remember to get your receipt." And I said, "Why?" He said, "Because." Uh, they could think that you didn't pay for your gas. Yeah. That that little that little thing that one thing changed my that that started to change my perspective of the world. And slowly but surely, I was proven. I don't say I was proven right, but slowly and surely, I was proven that I I saw the world differently. That it it did not it does not give a fuck about me. In my life, in what I do, or did, who knows? It's a, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird thing too. It's like you can't live in fear. You can't have your life be dictated by fear. But there's always just one subconscious worry. There's always that subconscious worry of, oh shit, what might happen. No, and that and that again goes back to living to the what ifs. But the fact that it's a constant recurring theme makes it seem like it's a it's a it's a very good probability that it could happen. I very much, I very much. So you know, I'm, I don't seem like I'm going on tangent, but it's connects. So you know, you know, uh, Spike is too. Mm-hmm. So you know the fucking dude that Steve Buscemi plays. Yes. Scientist. You know that you know that quote that goes like. Yes. Uh, Fucking about God and inspiration. Like, do you think do you think God stays in heaven because he's afraid of what he's created? Yeah, I, I mean, if in, in the event that I get like not wealthy, if I if I come into a good sum of money mm-hmm. to the point where I I can actually afford to seclude myself and like have and be able to not go out into the world mm-hmm. and honestly. I mean, we always make the joke that you you've been preparing your whole life for this moment. Yeah, but I I would not be surprised if I end up doing that. Cause honestly, I don't want to have to deal with any of this shit. Like I've I've said that before. I don't want to have to deal with any of this shit. Like, yeah, I would love to just. And that's the thing too. We, that's the thing too. Is that like you just want to just get get away from all of it. But the problem is that we can't just close stuff off from it. I would love. I will. So you know, in the in the current like X Men run, they have this place called Krakoa, right? Yeah. And it's basically like this island. Yeah. Where all the X Men go. Yeah. And refuge for all. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. I would love to be able to just do that shit and just mm-hmm. be able to slowly but subtly move yeah just look just have a place where we can do what we do and you don't have to worry about anybody else being prejudiced or biased against us i feel like this, this is a lot more i gotta say but i'm just like i feel like all of my frustration well not all of it most of it most of my frustrations are I'm just at this point I'm just 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 disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is people will always retort with some of the same shit. But oh yeah, white people get killed by cops too. Then why don't y'all care? 
Why why aren't y'all writing writing when I'm writing? Why aren't y'all protesting the streets? For for those white people that get killed. Why why don't y'all send them send them fucking news article send them fucking information to the, the news stations for them to report on it? So that the 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 mass so the masses can know about this shit. This this great uh this great injustice that happened. Cause I'm I'm sure according to a good a good portion it's like well they did some shit wrong. Cause why cops fucking did that shit to them. Cause cause they don't they don't give that sympathy to them so they're not gonna give that sympathy to us. I'm sorry that empathy empathy is feeling something that you not you yourself doesn't go through but you can understand if you was in that position. I just. I wants to change so much man like we are all the way all the way down to the core the, the fucking deepest rooms this country is fucked up my thing is like like seriously like the fact that we we it's great that we care about individual freedom but the fact that we don't care about like our fellow man and all the other shit that we do we aren't community focused and shit like that like this ass ass we don't care about anybody but ourselves, man. Like, this shit is ass. Absolutely. It, it, it's telling of our humanity. A lack thereof. I, I promise you, if Godzilla himself rose out of the ocean and attacked us, you will see unity Nick, like you've never seen before in your goddamn life. From the military. Not from, from not regular, 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 but I'm not talking about another country attacking us. I'm talking about Godzilla. Exactly. You will never see the world more unified against a monster, a being that could potentially destroy any and everything at once in a whim. Yeah. The, the point that I was trying to make was that I honestly feel like in the situation. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the situation, okay? Let's let's make it something that we can't actually fight. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're already dealing with that with a pandemic. It's called climate let's, control. Let's take fucking the day after tomorrow. Have you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. It's like basically it's about this fucking it's, it's basically climate change is the worst nightmare except backwards. Yeah. So instead of fucking heat, it's fucking cold, right? Oh, yeah. So it starts out with just uh, a bunch of fucking rain, fucking a fucking tornado, and like shit gets iced up, right? Yes. Niggas are fucking scared of shit and don't know what the fuck. I honestly think that what's the point I'm trying to make here with all these scenarios? I genuinely think that it is very it's very easy for us to just fall into a lawless uh uh fucking land where we just fend for ourselves like the walking dead and other apocalypse scenarios. Yeah. Because if it's not something we can physically fight Physically identify. Yeah. Fuck. 
but not something we can yeah it's not something we can literally put our hands on and fight to be honest then we're good as fucking useless i don't have anything else to say i'm just pumped do you want to just wrap it up and maybe come back later to a part two? We feel like we just, I just drained all my fucking frustration out. That felt yeah. good though. Not yeah, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, uh, if we'll, we'll let y'all know. Well, you'll know if there's a part two. Yeah. But um, this has been another episode of the Evening Period Podcast. And this is on the period. With your host, Black Charlie Brown. And two eyes. And if you want to reach us, you can reach us on Anchor. Yeah. With voicemails. Maybe give us your perspective on this. Give us, if you have any questions, actual dialogue about it, then please li- li- send us a voicemail. Send us a message or something. Yeah. I'm all for furthering the conversation. If you want to vent and just like vent your frustration and shit, do that too. Yeah. We'll, we write there with you. Um, you can DM us on Instagram at Black Charlie Brown and at anything dot period. Yeah. Or you can uh, DM Tumaris at. July no Y J U L I I underscore N O underscore letter Y. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It really helps. Mm-hmm. And also Spotify too. Yeah, and tell us if you want us to start posting shit on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, let us know what other stuff you want us to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, peace, y'all. Peace. Oh, stay. Stay safe out here on these streets. Um, and stay masked up, regardless of what the fuck anybody else says. Yeah. And um, what else? There's one last thing, too. Masks. Stay safe. And um, wash your goddamn hands. Yes, and, and your legs. Please. God damn it, please. And your, and your butt crack, too. Don't forget your butt crack. Um, that's it. All right. Later. Peace.